Hey you all and welcome back to Simple Girl Simple World. It's Heather Purnell, your hostess with the mostest. If you right now have not went and listened to Stay in Your Boat Part 1, please pause this episode and go hop on and listen in. It's very quick, very brief, but it gives a little insight into what we'll be discussing today. If you are all good and ready to dive in, let's get started. For today's quotes, the first is, The most painful thing is losing yourself in the process of loving someone too much and forgetting that you are special too, by Ernest Hemingway. The second is, We cripple people who are capable of walking because we choose to carry them, by Christine Williams. So yesterday we got into it a little bit. We spoke about how sometimes getting out of our boat, coming out of our lane, losing our focus allows us to enable people how it's not the worst thing but sometimes it's not the best thing either how staying in your boat is beneficial to your own trajectory and those around you i definitely forgot to add a challenge but here today i want you to just begin thinking about how you're going to give yourself boundaries and challenge your mental to build up tolerance to break the cycle of enabling so now for all who have been tuning in and engaging with me you know how much i love facts um over opinions so of course i did my due diligence did my research and i saw many articles about loving without enabling but many led me straight to this addiction type of thing in relation to drugs so my mind started to wonder and of course i wanted to give you the definition of what addiction means so addiction refers to a disease resulting from changes in the brain chemistry caused by compulsive use of drugs or alcohol the definition includes excessive use that damages health relationships jobs and other parts of normal life then of course um, i was like boy that's not what I wanted the definition to say. Like, I wanted something a little bit different. So I dug a bit deeper and it led me to this. An article on painscale.com. It spoke about the four C's of addiction. So let's talk about that now. Number one, compulsion. Compulsion is an absolute and overpowering urge to fuel their addiction. Number two, craving. This is vital for survival. Number three, consequences. When negative consequences become apparent, the behavior continues. And number four, control. This is impossible when the lack of control stage of addiction is reached. I bet right now you're like, girl, what does this mean for me? Um, For you, it personally may mean nothing, honestly. But what it means to your situation as it pertains to your enablement, it could mean a lot. According to Healthline.com, the term enabler generally describes someone whose behavior allows a loved one to continue self-destructive patterns of behavior. This term can be stigmatized since there's often a negative judgment attached to it. However, many people who enable others do not do it intentionally, honestly, like they may not even realize what they're doing. According to the American Psychological Association, one of my favorite resources, it also can refer to patterns within close relationships that support any harmful or problematic behavior and make it easier for that behavior to continue. Enabling doesn't mean you support your loved one's addiction or other behavior, but you might believe if you don't help, maybe you excuse troubling behavior like lend money or assist in any other ways. Honestly, it's important to realize enabling doesn't really help. Over time, it actually can damage. It has a damaging effect on your loved one and others around them. It's difficult for someone to get help if they don't fully see the consequences of their actions. And this is where we as enablers come into play. What this means for us, we must recognize our behavior. 
we must be aware of the signs and call, call ourselves out on them. Some of the signs of enabling include ignoring or tolerating problematic behavior, constantly providing things like financial assistance, covering up for our loved ones, making excuses, taking on more than our share of responsibilities to make them at ease, sacrificing or struggling to recognize our own needs, and not following through on consequences. That literally goes back to our challenge, setting boundaries for ourselves. And those are only a couple of things. Instead of enabling, we must learn how to empower those that we love. When you empower someone, you do things like give them the tools so they can get out of these situations that they're in. You can help them by accessing resources and handing them to them or teaching them skills to break these cycles. So they will have the desire, drive, and urge to succeed or change their own behavior. Y'all, so in college, I was an enabler to my friends. Not so much anything else, but simply my friends. I was the one that gave, gave, gave. I always wanted my friends to feel loved, to feel supported. And in return, it, it broke me down. I was always the one that was lending my car, lending a little bit of money, lending my home. You know, if you needed to, if you had nowhere to go for the holidays, I was offering up things to my friends. And what it was doing for me was making people very reliant of Heather's always just going to be there to help me. Heather's always going to be there to listen to me, even emotionally. You know, I had friends that took advantage of me mentally. They would just throw all of their problems on me. But when it came time for me to vent or when I needed support, somebody to listen to me, there was nobody to be found. And what I realized for me personally is I was an enabler. And when it came back to people doing favors for me in return, I had nobody. What it did for me was it destroyed me for a little while, a little while. Honestly, I was sad. I felt like I had no outlet. I felt like I didn't have anybody to turn to. And it's because I wasn't focused on myself. I was so focused on giving and showing others how much I loved and supported them that I lost sight of myself. And that's what I mean by staying in your own boat. It's okay to get out of your boat to be a listening ear, to give a little bit of money here and there, to lend your car, to lend your home, to lend your, to lend your advice, anything of that nature. But to lose sight of yourself for the greater good of others honestly can take the worst toll on you and so we want to avoid giving so much of ourselves that we forget to love ourselves so at this point you may be wondering like okay heather like that all sounds good but how in the world am i supposed to do this you know how am i supposed to focus on myself while loving my family while loving my spouse while loving my friends how am i supposed to do all of this without enabling them this is something that i'm used to like how do i just stop you know there there's no right or wrong answer to that the only way that I can say is to stay in your boat. You have to focus on yourself. You have to, of course, love yourself, but you also must hold up a standard, not only just for yourself, but for the longevity of any relationship that you may be in or any of the ones that are to come. Whether you feel fine, if you notice it or not, enabling creates burnout. At some point, whether now or later, the act of consistent enabling creates complete burnout for you and, and no one else, honestly, but you. What can be formed from that, what can be taken from that, is unspoken resentment, hatred, discomfort, lack of peace with those that you love. And so to avoid even getting to those, those type of feelings, we want to stop this. We want to stop this cycle in our, you know, within ourselves. We want to avoid these things. Of course, we want to love without boundaries, but we want to limit the enablement so those we love and care about can truly grow, gain enough strength to really bear the weight of themselves with support here and there from us when they need it. In closing, I hope this helped even at the slightest. 
You know, I don't I don't ever want to be portrayed or deemed to be somebody that just knows it all and has all the answers. But I'm just taking my life experiences and just sharing a little bit about what I did to overcome these things. I want you to know that I'm just saying God will never put more on you than you can bear. And I know that sounds so cliche, but he'll never put more on you, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your dad, your mom, your cousins, your uncles than they can bear. You know, we may bend a little bit hit rock bottom for a very long time, longer than expected, but we won't break. We weren't put into this life to break. You know, we're overcomers. The goal is to stay focused, to stay in your boat, take a swim every once in a while, but stay grounded and focused on your purpose while loving others around you. Not being an enabler, but being an empowerer. And we'll all be fine in the end, honestly. We'll be fine. I love you all. I hope you enjoyed Stay in your boat, part two of Simple Girl, Simple World. Again, as always, feel free to connect with me on social media at Simple Girl, Simple World on Facebook or Instagram. And just tell me what you thought of this podcast today, what you learned from it, or how this could help um, help you in your situations. I love to hear success stories or anything that you may be dealing with. Just always remember that throughout this life, this throughout this game of life, you're not on this journey alone. As mentioned in my teaser, there are many people that are just like you. Once we speak up and start telling our stories, you'll be amazed and surprised who else can relate from you, who can relate to you, who else is going through what you're going through at the time, or who has overcome it already and has some insight or some info they can give to you so that you can overcome it as well and have a story to tell on your own. So nice speaking with y'all. Thanks for engaging. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for showing up yet again for another week. I look forward to connecting to you all next week. Bye-bye.